T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Interesting uh, takes you guys had on... uh the whole driving accident thing and why we've seen so many uh, accidents. Uh, Max, I'm, uh, Max uh, Lucas, I'm going to let you press Max in so I don't screw it up. Uh, welcome to the show. It's uh, Bowerly. Hour four, Hourly with Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So, um, what I've done this hour is I've arranged to have a legal expert joining us. And what we're talking about is your questions about. New York State's new gun laws, because uh, I was gathered with some folks yesterday, most of whom are CCW holders, and uh, they are upset. Uh, They also have many, many questions, uh, and uh, there's a lot of questions regarding reenactments and historical reenactments that uh, need to be canceled so your kids will be denied the opportunity to see living history with uh, antique firearms under New York State's new gun laws. So Max Tresmond from Tresmond Law, uh, which is a firm which spends an awful lot of time dealing with uh, people and firearms uh, legal issues, is with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. And this would be an outstanding time to call to have your question answered about New York's new gun laws. And the phone number is 803 803- 0930. That's 803 0930. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1 800 616 WBEN. 803 0930. Star 930. 1 800 616 WBEN. Max will be with us uh, till uh, about the time I have to say sayonara. Um, and your calls uh, in the interim. And when you call in, uh, ask your question uh, as concisely as possible so we can get to as many people as possible. Your questions about New York State's new gun laws that went into effect over one month ago, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Max Tresman, first things first, uh, where do the legal challenges stand? Well, good afternoon, Tom. Thank you for having me on today. It's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, The legal challenges, uh, the most recent legal challenge or the most acute challenge is coming out of the Northern District of New York in a case called Antoniuk v. Hochul. And there was a hearing held on September 29th. That's just a few days ago. Uh, The plaintiffs had moved for a preliminary injunction against the majority of these new concealed carry laws that Hochul signed into effect. Uh, Judge Sotheby had expressed a great deal of skepticism regarding the constitutionality of these laws, and uh, in a written opinion that dismissed 
a, an earlier complaint for lack of standing uh, that that is consistent with how Judge Sotheby has publicly approached these issues. We're expecting a written decision to come within days, uh, and if Judge Sotheby's reasoning follows the reasoning that he expressed in court, it's very likely that we're going to see an injunction issued against the majority of these uh, concealed carry laws. Any idea when that decision might be coming, Max? Uh, well, I mean, I, I can't speak for the court, but it could happen in, in the next few days to next couple of weeks. Uh, I noticed on PACER, which is uh, the electronic filing system, a whole bunch of people have put in for transcript requests uh, from the hearing. I, I don't know, know if that's predictive of anything uh, other than the judge's uh, stated skepticism of the law, but I would anticipate within the very near future we're going to hear something. Have Has anybody been arrested yet under New York State's new gun laws? That's a good question. There are so many arrests that happen. Uh, they're called Article 265 charges. Article 265 of the penal law governs most of the criminal possession uh, of firearms, called criminal possession of a weapon. And it's really hard to say because there are so many arrests that are made uh, that fit within a category. It's like when the SAFE Act was passed, every single gun arrest became a SAFE Act arrest. There really is no such law as the New York SAFE Act. There was a bill called the SAFE Act that made amendments to these laws. So it's hard to say if anybody was arrested, and we simply don't know about the case yet, because a great number of these uh, criminal defendants qualify for assigned counsel or if they're arrested, for example, in the city of Buffalo, uh, they would be represented by the Legal Aid Bureau of Buffalo, and that would come in during the criminal special term, and we, we might not be able to actually see anything for the months to come. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, there has not been a high-profile case with respect to a violation of these laws yet, but I expect we would see something soon if this law is not enjoined. Uh, we are talking with attorney Max Tresmond on News Radio 930 WBEN. Your questions about New York State's new gun laws. I mean, we've got hunting season coming up. Uh, many of you are reenactors, and I thought this would be a good opportunity for you to have a chance to speak with uh, somebody with uh, tremendous expertise in all of these matters. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Line one is Mike in Buffalo. Mike, you're on WBEN with Max Tresmond. Go ahead. Hi, Tom. Hi, Max. I'm wondering if it's possible to get CCW insurance in New York. Ah, I don't believe that it is possible. I remember there was a big problem a few years ago with that. But I highly uh, advise against anybody purchasing concealed carry insurance, even if it is available. Concealed carry insurance does nothing really to protect a gun owner except limit your choice of attorney uh, based upon uh, who's on that list. And it really it really violates the New York State insurance law. You know, if you have to use a gun in self-defense, that's governed under Penal Law Article 3515. That is the self-defense claim. 
And there are two essential elements to any claim of self-defense, also known as justification. First, it's whether the actor was subject to unlawful force or the actor had a reasonable fear that they were about to face unlawful force. That is an objective element of the claim. And second, they must be in immediate danger of serious bodily injury or death. So concealed carry insurance does nothing to either bolster or vitiate a claim to self-defense. If you're going to use a gun, you have to be justified. And that justification, must be, you must be able to cite articulable facts to even present that defense. There, there was a famous case that came out of the Court of Appeals in New York called People versus Sanchez. Uh, you know, the defendant in that case wanted to put forward a justification defense, but he couldn't articulate that he was actually in immediate harm of serious bodily injury or death. So that is what a concealed carry permit holder must be thinking about uh, when it comes to understanding and protecting themselves against prosecution. If you pull out a gun, in any case, expect there to be a criminal investigation. But don't pull out the gun unless you're justified. The insurance will do nothing to help you in that situation. And God forbid, if somebody does uh, use a firearm in uh, self-defense, however justifiable, ought not one's first words be, I'll be happy to cooperate, but I want my lawyer? Absolutely. You don't want to say anything. Human beings always want to tell a story. Telling stories is inherently part of human nature, and people are trained since they're children to explain themselves, whether it's explaining themselves to a teacher regarding your actions or how you figured out your homework, telling your friends a story over what you did on a vacation, to explaining yourself to either your boss or your customers. And people are naturally in that mindset to want to explain themselves to law enforcement, especially if they're in the right. This is one area where you, even if you are absolutely in the right, your story needs to be articulated through an experienced, licensed attorney. Speaking in a situation like that, speaking any other words than I want my attorney, is going to get you into a world of trouble, even if you win in the end. You're going to be in a lot more trouble than if you hired an attorney. And the other thing I'd like to point out, add to that, is that there can be no inference of guilt based on the fact that you demanded an attorney. So a judge is not going to be able to instruct the jury that they can infer that you had a guilty conscience because you asked for your attorney and wouldn't speak to anybody. This is a recurring problem in criminal cases, and a lot of good people get themselves into unnecessary trouble because they want to tell their story. Don't. Let's go to Chris and Clarence on WBEN with attorney Max Tresmond on New York State's new gun laws. Uh, Chris, hello. Hi. Yeah, my first question would be, uh, what do you think the implications are if we just don't renew our permits? Right, two two years worth of people's permits. Mine wasn't due till next year. Immediately went uh, expired in September. Right. Um, what, what are they going to do in the immediate future? They're going to suspend your permit, and the law has changed the appeals process, where it's not going to be go to the licensing officer, but supposedly these appeals are going to go, or these reinstatement hearings are going to go to a review board in Albany. If you you know, if you want to protest this law, you protest it by voting. 
can protest it by filing a lawsuit. But if you want to keep your permit, you don't protest it by not renewing your permit. You, you will lose your permit. And if you lose your permit in New York State, that can have implications in other states. Other states, let, let's say you move out of state. Let's say you move to uh, Oregon or even Texas or Arizona. Where, or, well, Arizona, I think, has constitutional carry now. But any state that requires a concealed carry permit can ask you whether or not your permit has been suspended or revoked in your former uh, domicile? And the answer is going to be yes, and then you could conceivably lose your gun rights in those states as well. So that's not advisable. Uh, Chris, what was the second question quickly? That's great. Um, uh, Has any instance of that happened yet? I wonder, Hochul, uh, you know, touting that she's confiscated so many guns, but she doesn't say how or where. I wondered if they were, you know, old men with lifetime permits didn't even know about the SAFE Act the first time around. Has anyone... Uh, been pinched for for that for not re-registering yet all right chris thank you for the call max Uh, people get have their permits suspended all the time for various reasons oftentimes uh, there are clerical errors that result in the uh, suspension of a permit but hopeful herself uh, despite the rhetoric that you may hear does not have the authority to confiscate anybody's guns The jurisdiction to do that comes from local law enforcement, state law enforcement, uh, possibly complaints from the attorney general's office or the prosecutor, although that's quite rare, uh, district attorney's offices and the licensing officers themselves and, of course, hospitals. Uh, Max, hold on. If uh, you would, we have attorney Max Tresmond uh, here as an expert answering your questions in particular about uh, New York State's new gun laws. Now, there's a lot of questions out there. 803-0930. Attorney Max Tresmond is here answering your questions about New York State's new gun laws. Let's go. And the phone number, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Lenny in Buffalo. Lenny, you're on with Max Tresmond. Go ahead. Good afternoon, fellas. How are you? Yes, sir. All right. I have a question regarding home invasions. If um, a legal um, registered handler of a firearm came into contact with said home invader and um, killed the home invader, what are the ground rules regarding the action of you being able to do that if you, you know, if it's in your house, on your property, and you're legit. All right. Thank you very uh, much. Reason, uh, Max, aren't I, I go, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the I think we got the gist of the question. Uh, basically, yeah. we get back to Article 35 of the penal law, right? Yes. Our Article 35 we control, and under Article 35 in New York State, deadly physical force can be used when facing an imminent threat of deadly force, which would mean serious bodily harm or death, and the ability to retreat is unavailable. However, New York State has no such requirement for retreat. If you are attacked in your own home and you reasonably believe that you are in danger of being subjected to deadly physical force, you have no duty to retreat. But remember, you must be careful and you must be able to articulate the real threat. I talked about the case People versus Sanchez. Uh, in, the, in that matter, the defendant, the court concluded that the defendant 
had a legitimate fear that he was facing an imminent threat of serious bodily injury. But they, the court then turned around and said that the jury couldn't rationally conclude that his reactions were those of a reasonable person acting in self-defense. Uh, there was a case back when uh, Frank Sedita, who is now Justice Sedita, uh, I believe it was Sedita, was the district attorney where somebody had broken into a house and they had and they were shot. Uh, the person turned out to be drunk, and they, they were simply in the wrong house, and I do not believe that that person was prosecuted. That, however, if you find a story like that on the Internet, that is not a guidepost for how to conduct your behavior. A prosecutor can always exercise prosecutorial discretion in declining to prosecute a case. Somebody breaks into your house or somebody's in your house who shouldn't be there. You, you still should be thinking self-defense, like a, a Boy Scout selling popcorn uh, who walks into the house to see if anybody's there. Uh, you're going to be charged if, if you shoot a kid walking into your home. And I know that's not the question, but these are these are some questions that have come up. You can't shoot anybody for any reason simply because they're on your property. What New York does do, which many states do not, is simply eliminate the duty to retreat from the confrontation if you're in your own home. So somebody breaks into your house, they say they're going to rob you, they want to harm you, and you pull out your gun and you shoot them. If your belief that what you're hearing is correct, that you were in danger of serious physical harm, the court cannot tell the jury that you were required to retreat from that altercation. That is basically how the castle doctrine works all right max tresmond attorney but uh, as max said earlier folks god forbid you have to use a firearm in self-defense even if your own home uh, even in your own home um you're not going to say these things to the police all you're going to say to the police is i'll be happy to cooperate i want my lawyer that's all you're going to say you're not going to say anything else it is uh, 526 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, Max Tresman is here. Uh, we're talking, uh, uh, trying to get questions on New York State's new gun law. Uh, you might be a hunter. You might be a target shooter. You might be yeah, fill in the blank. Uh, Max Tresman is here to answer your questions about uh, these uh, many faceted New York State gun laws that went into effect on September 1st. 803. Do we have any reenactors listening? Do we have any hunters listening? Uh, I'd like to hear your questions, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, ordinarily, I'd say don't call now before the news break, but in this case, I'll make an exception and say probably want to call before the news break to WBEN. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, friends, welcome to the show. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930, WBEN, and all of your questions about New York State's new gun laws. Max Tresmond is with us from Tresmond Law. Uh, and uh, your email, Max, is info at tresmondlaw.com. Law, L-A-W at tresmondlaw.com. Law at tresmondlaw.com. I overshot the mark. All right, let's uh, get to the calls. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. First up is Bob in Lockport. Bob, you are on. Go right ahead. Yeah, I got a question about the uh, the new laws that were put in effect with the uh, semi-auto rifles. Um, I just got my concealed carry today, and they asked about the semi-auto, and I had it put on anyways. So I was heard that they were supposed to be fighting that. I don't know what, what's what's going on with that. Our office is fighting that in the came in the case of Lewis v. James. I believe that we have a good case to get an injunction against that law. That law is still currently in effect. Personally, I would not buy a semi automatic rifle in New York unless and until an injunction is issued. I think that the semi-automatic long gun licensing requirement is the most constitutionally uh, violative or, or the most egregious constitutional violation that has occurred in these new laws. As I have said before on the show, there is a new standard by which gun laws are judged according to the NYSERPA v. Bruin decision. And to survive constitutional scrutiny, a law must be consistent with the history and traditions of firearms regulation on the national stage. There is no history of long gun licensing that has ever occurred nationally. 
not a single okay. regulation. And now what, um, now what about the? Uh, I'm in Niagara County here, and and uh, they told me that they're swamped with all these new cases of uh, for pistol permits, and they were saying 12 to 18 months because of new regulations. What's going on with that one? All right, thank you. Because because they when this law came down, there were many people who needed get a pistol permit but had never applied for one. And they were putting it off uh, on the fence about whether or not they should apply. And then the minute that that law came came into effect or, or was going to come into effect when Hochul signed the law, people rationally concluded that they should get a license under the old licensing scheme rather than the new licensing scheme. And pistol permit offices across the state were flooded with an entire year's worth of application in a matter of several days. There is simply no way that any of these offices can process all of these applications in such a short period of time. They all have limited staff. And counties like Erie and Niagara County outside of New York City are some of the most populous counties in the state, especially Erie County. So that's just the way it is. Um, maybe, maybe it will get a little bit better as things go along, but I would expect a delay in processing right now. Max, putting aside the issue of the semi-automatic rifle licensure, um, can you talk about the uh, law as it affects reenactors, historical reenactors, Civil War people, French and Indian War people, the people who would educate children at uh, Old Fort Niagara? Sure, that's a that's a very good question. Um, many people can remember back to a lot of their youth around here. Many schools would have historical reenactments of Civil War battles, uh, usually in elementary school, right up and right before Memorial Day, and they would have reenactors on the field and they would load the muskets. And they, of course, they were not loaded with live ammunition, but they would fire them. Based upon the new law, it looks like most, if not all, of those reenactments with even archaic weaponry is illegal. And to be safe, a lot of these reenactment groups are intelligently deciding not to go forward with the program. And I think that that really detracts from a lot of the qualities that, uh, you know, children had in seeing how many of these battles, how many of the, how these events were carried out. It was, a, it was a good way to educate people on the types of technology that was available, how people lived, and how the country reacted to a disastrous war that occurred not even a century after the founding. The people who write these laws do not know which end of the barrel the bullet comes out of. And that means that it's true. They know nothing about guns, their mechanics, their design, their functioning. And if you ask any one of these people who write these laws, they, they think that it's some type of cosmic death ray out of a science fiction uh, novel that if you get near it, it's probably radioactive as well. 
And they write these laws that don't make sense and that don't work, that strip people of their ability to not only defend themselves but partake in nonviolent activities, uh, in many cases wholesome activities that bring families and friends together, educate people. And this is what we get when we have a, a governor who decides to write these reactionary laws, not to mention violate everybody's rights. So, yeah, I think that's a big problem, and it's one of the sadder aspects of the many troubling aspects of this law. Indeed. Uh, 803-0930-STAR-930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Attorney Max Tresmond is here with Tresmond Law, answering your firearms questions, New York State's new gun law. Ray in Amherst, it is your turn on WBEN. Go ahead. Yes, Max. I'm wondering what is your opinion for a favorable outcome for, for the uh, NYSERPA challenge to the sensitive places and social media search that is currently being heard by Judge Sutterby. What's your opinion on a favorable outcome? Well, let's just take a few seconds here to break that question down so that the listeners can understand exactly what you're referring to. The social media restrictions that the call, they're not restrictions, they're reporting requirements that the caller is referring to has to do with the new pistol licensing scheme. And under on that application, applicants are required to disclose their social media history for a number of years, which in many cases will be impossible because nobody knows what exactly constitutes a social media account. Is it a is it an internet discussion forum? Is it a is it a Reddit page? Certainly Facebook, Twitter, uh, all of those types of accounts are considered social media. You have a right to anonymous political speech. And for a licensing officer to be allowed to snoop into your private thoughts, your anonymously expressed speech, is not just a violation of your Second Amendment rights with respect to the pistol permit application, but a violation of your First, Fourth, and Fourteenth Amendment rights to privacy, to anonymous political speech, to be able to uh, partake in, in the marketplace of ideas that is the Internet. And it's really nobody's business. You could now be held accountable for a joke you told that is being misconstrued by an investigating law enforcement agency who's handling your licensing application. So with that being said, I do believe that such a restriction is violative of the Bruin standard. There is no historical precedent for going through people's social media history or, by analogy, people's publication history before a state may choose to issue or deny an application for a firearms license. So I think in, in that regard, it's highly likely that that challenge will be successful. And the the sensitive places, uh, that's still, and thank you, Ray, for the call, the sensitive places thing is still uh, being talked about by concealed carry permit holders. It is. And the sensitive places, uh, quite honestly, some of those sensitive places are, are certainly going to be, if I had to guess, I would think that they would be uh, stricken down. Some sensitive sensitive place locations uh, will stand. For example, schools, 
and certain government buildings. That's right there in the Heller decision. The Heller decision said that the government may restrict concealed carry of firearms in courts, government buildings, schools. Uh, by extension, I would think that the hospitals may stand because many of these hospitals that you go to are actually university hospitals. You go to ECMC, it's also part of the UB Medical Campus, so is the Buffalo General Hospital. Um, so that, that may stand, but I, I believe that men, many of those sensitive places will be stricken as being unconstitutional restrictions on your right to carry a firearm. So uh, if you're carrying and you have a heart attack and you're taking a Buffalo General, you could also be arrested? You know, that's an interesting question. What would happen to a person who uh, did not knowingly violate the sensitive place restriction? Because the sensitive place restriction is a strict liability violation, just like uh, many of these sex crimes are strict liability violations. Uh, for example, it's not a defense if an adult engages uh, in certain activities with an underage minor that they didn't know that they were under the age of consent. And likewise, you being a concealed carry permit holder who's in, in a sensitive location does not have a defense that you didn't know you were in a sensitive location. However, the most likely outcome in a case like that is if you were in the ambulance, uh, I would strongly argue if I were representing that person that they had no choice in the matter. There was a certain responsibility of the police officer, the responding agency to secure weapons before a person was taken from the scene. And it's highly unlikely that a person would ever be arrested for something like that. But it's conceivable that problems could occur with the permit. Indeed. And there were, yeah. Attorney Max Tresman is with us. New York's firearms laws, our topic, Jim in Akron. You're on WBEN. Go ahead with your question. Hello, men. My question is on the sensitivity areas. Uh, I've been a permit holder unrestricted for 30 years, and I'm confused as heck on where I can carry it or can't carry it. The other thing is, is my brother-in-law is also an unrestricted carrier, and he owns a restaurant that serves alcohol. Can he even carry it in his own restaurant the answer to that is no he cannot carry in his own restaurant because the new law has listed his restaurant being an establishment that serves alcohol as a sensitive location a business owner does not have an exemption under the law to carry their firearm in their business if their business is a sensitive location and that's a real tragedy because People need to protect themselves in their business, especially in bars where there's a large amount of cash business that's done. Many bars are targeted for robberies. Many bars have violent people after they get intoxicated. Uh, and now the business owner is not allowed to carry their firearm there. And that is at issue in the Antonyuk case. We're expecting a decision on that uh, to be coming out of the Northern District of New York very soon. You can go online to see the entire list of sensitive locations, but worse than just the sensitive locations is that New York has created the entire state as virtually a gun-free zone. Because if you're going out and you're going to carry in a business that you're not allowed to carry into a business, if that business is not displaying a sign that concealed carry is legal, 
So people are not carrying at all because they might conceivably go into a business, go into a gas station where they don't have a sign welcoming concealed carry. They can't go to church if they have the gun on them because all religious institutions <laughs> are sensitive locations. Insane. You can't go into a hospital. Just so insane. Check online. It, it's, it's terrible. Let's go to Bob in Bennington with attorney Max Tresman. Bob, go ahead with your question, please. Hi, guys. How you doing today? Right. Um, go ahead. Quick question on sensitive places. Uh, I belong to a group who provides military honors at the National Cemetery, which in part is a 21-gun salute using semi-automatic rifles. Is that now illegal? Depending on who owns the park, it is likely illegal. And oh. that is another... Well, I mean, is it... Some of these cemeteries are religious institutions. It's possible that you could see a Catholic cemetery as being part of a religious institution, or if the cemetery is at a church, which in many rural locations they are. So you'd have to familiarize yourself with whether or not that cemetery is a sensitive location under the law before a 21-gun salute could go forward. It's really a Really a shame, especially there are still Korean War vets and uh, and World War II vets alive who may pass away, and they should be in, entitled to receive that honor. And Vietnam, and after Nam as well. Thank you, uh, Bob, for your phone call. Uh, what a cluster. Max, I want to thank you uh, very much for joining us. Uh, and if people have questions for you, I know that they can contact you, law at tresmondlaw.com. Thank you so much for having me on, Tom. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Max. Great stuff. Uh, Max Tresman, I'm sure we're going to get him on again, uh, and I hope that uh, your questions were answered. I'm sorry we're unable to get to everybody who called, but uh, it was one of those days where uh, I did say you got to try to call early, and we got a lot of people on, but... Uh, you know, there's always people we got to leave behind. I'm sorry about that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance. Agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.